0: This is Reed Saunders, professional Colorado sports announcer. 1-0 to Ryan, drives it to right,
2: going back, and it's gone!
0: You're tuning in to the Mile High Pundit Podcast.
2: It's too good to be true, but believe it,
0: Follow us on Twitter at Mile High Pundit Podcast. Loose ball in the front court, Grant ducked it home! Jared and the Denver
3: Nuggets lead it by 20 by points the in the game seven.
0: Now, here's your hosts, Joel James and Jared Shuck.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And when I do mean welcome back, I mean welcome back. We well, me particular, I've uh, developed a pretty nervous tick uh, I was just telling Jared y'all we haven't we haven't watched an Avs game in five days and uh I'm just getting a little fidgety here but I'm to welcome my co-host uh Jared Jared how you doing man
0: the only way you can stop those fidgets is by watching the other playoff hockey unfortunately whether it's good or bad
2: that's true it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same like stress free but you know who cares <laughs> yeah it's, I- it's been a great great uh I mean, start, you know, great starts to the playoffs.
0: And it seems, it's got a lot of interesting storylines. That's for sure. Like, um, we'll see if Edmonton can get over the hump tonight. Um, or if the little brother will just keep keep him at bay again. I mean, they, they've they been kind of gatekeeping Edmonton for a little while now. So, the little brother may have the upper hand again. Who knows? But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really good... Uh, what lot are really good games today and even games tomorrow? Um, that that Dallas game last night was an absolute fucking barn burner. Um,
2: for that series, it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the the Florida Washington game just to have it, just to have it so close, yeah. and then you just they scored two like what was it two forty into the into the overtime session on just kind of a, a weird goal that that Sam Sonoff really should have. I mean, yeah. Washington's out of their playoff. their are contending window, in my opinion, at that point. They're, they don't have the goaltending. They'd have to trade for a goaltender. And o, OV's probably got three, four years left in him. Backstrom doesn't look nearly as good. Oshie's, eh. Carlson's really on a decline, which is a scary thought if you're a Washington fan. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a very interesting playoffs thus far.
2: It has been, and that's not even talking about the drama of the Game Seven leaves Tampa Bay. Uh, that will also be tonight. Um, it just, you know, with with Toronto it's just hilarious. They, I think they're finally going to get out of the first round. Um, in my bracket, I've, I got, I had them in seven over Tampa Bay. I had uh, actually the Kings in seven. So I, I hope the Kings can get it done tonight. That's been a very back and forth type series in my opinion um whichever team shows up shows up kind of um and then yeah with the lightning it's whether they can sustain the health in my opinion because as we were talking about on the last cast it was kind of like a war of attrition whether they could stay you know right
4: in my opinion
0: yeah and in and like we said on like i said on the last podcast the, the entire NHL fan base is split two ways. They don't want to see Tampa Bay go for a third cup run, and they want to continue making fun of the Maple Leafs in their first-round exits. There, there's just no, there's no gray area right there, unfortunately. But it, you're, you're right. It, I mean, and we were talking about it before we started recording. I mean, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, they all got to put their money where their mouth is at this point. I mean, you can't, yeah. blame, can't blame Kadri anymore.
2: World's oldest Calder... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're thinking about the World's, Eagles already? Oh. Jesus, come on! <laughs> no, no, not Eagles. Uh, oh man, what's the? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Michael Bunting, the, the Calder Trophy. Yeah, yeah Calder Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World's oldest Calder Trophy participant
0: finalist. He's a fucking finalist. He's 28. Yeah. Him and okay, I heard this on Spitting Chicklets because fucking uh, Whitney was going off about this. He and Nathan McKinnon are born two fucking weeks apart. Nathan McKinnon won the Calder Trophy in 2013. They were born two fucking weeks apart.
2: That's like not 8 8 years, 9 years.
0: 9 <laughs> years. 9
2: years. Oh,
4: fucking man. stupid.
2: But uh but I don't know. It, it kind of got me thinking too. Uh, just with this, you know, large and, break and, that and we. And by had. the way,
0: really quickly before you keep going, you yep. would have fifty points playing with fucking Matthews and Marner. You would, you can barely even skate, and you would have fifty fucking.
2: <laughs> Skating backwards—that's the issue for me. Just just put me on line. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: but uh, but but I don't know. Like going. <laughs>
2: Back to my point, having this break uh, for us to kind of think things over. um, Really interesting that, you know, we got five Game 7s and one sweep to start the playoffs. And I'm not sure if that says more to the Avs' dominance or Nashville's ineptitude. Maybe a little bit of both. Um, But it's just, you know, it it was cool to see. Um,
4: The Avs, I mean, they... There's not really a way to describe what they did. They just, they took care of business. Um, (laughs) And they they did it
2: in different fashions, which was good to see throughout the series, in my opinion, to close out uh, Nashville.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's worth noting too, that Colorado only was losing across four games for a total of. Four minutes and 57 seconds for a complete total of 1.99% of the playing time. That is fucking insane. The only time they trailed was game four. We watched that happen and we're all going, shit. Okay, abs in five, whatever. Just don't let him get into it. yet. Yeah, no. Kim McCarr's a god and just does what he wants to do, like usual. So um, they, they led for two. What is that? In total. Two hours, 19 minutes, and eight seconds. Yep. And they were tied for an hour, 44 minutes, and 26 seconds. Uh, those splits are 55.99% and 4202 In all reality, the Avs basically just fucking wheeled. And just and, and, end of story. Um, another really interesting part that really, I mean, take, take away game one or game. What was it, game three where Colorado scored all those power play goals? They, they were four for five on the power yeah. play? Yeah. The, the, Fen- the Fenwick scoring is the shot attempts, right? Corsi, all that stuff. Well, you can break it down to even, to even strength only. At even strength, Colorado's Corsi was
4: 59.23%. Even Sadie just moaned about that. She said, that's amazing, <laughs> right?
0: At even strength, Colorado outscored Nashville 13 to 6. They, they were expected to score, Colorado was expected to score 12, Nashville expected to score 7. But shot attempts, Colorado had 82, and Nashville had 24. Now, even, let's just even say, okay, let's break down on the power play. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Colorado's five, five goals on power play. That's it. No goals against. Nashville three goals on the power play one against you take away either stat really Colorado dominated the series just flat out dominated
4: yeah
2: and dominated just via eye test too I mean it was clear to see which team was the more aggressive team um, more opportunistic team uh, more lethal team when it mattered and it was just a general you know outclassing in my opinion um you know, Predators fans were saying, "Oh, like we didn't, we didn't have Saros. I mean, Soros maybe gets you one to two games,
4: like if that." And it was. I mean, you know, Dushane got his playoff hockey in for
2: the year, so good on them. But uh, yeah, when you have Kale just dominating to the tune of ten points against a fellow Nor- Norris Trophy finalist who comes away with, I think, three for the, for the series. It's... Uh, I mean, there's just another level to this Avs team, and I'm hearing more and more comparisons about this team specifically, this 2022 Colorado Avalanche team to the 2001 Cup winning team.
0: Yossi had two points. That's all he had.
2: Two points. I spotted him one.
0: Two points and 21 shots. Kale McCarr... Had 10 points and 20 shots. His shooting percentage was 15%. Roman Yossi's shooting percentage is 4.76. Are we seriously still fucking debating this Norris Trophy bullshit? I get it. It's a regular season award. Without Roman Yosi, Nashville probably doesn't make the playoffs. Without Kyle McCarr, Colorado probably does make the playoffs. Guess what? That shit doesn't matter. It just doesn't fucking matter. Who is the best defenseman in the league? You have... Victor Hedman, you have Kale McCarr, or you have Roman Yossi. In my opinion, McCarr, Hedman, Yossi's third. Yossi doesn't play high-leverage minutes. And he only was forced into playing high-leverage
4: minutes because it was fucking Colorado. That's it. That's true. I mean, they... Yeah, it was just... It's great to see too. Um,
2: we're we 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 have got good news, hoping that Darcy's going to be good to go as well. Uh, um, Je-
0: Jesse Montano or Montano, I don't know anymore. Um, on yeah. Twitter, put out a tweet today because they practiced today for the first time all year. all Avs players are on the ice in normal sweaters and are accounted every single one.
4: Miska got sent back. Eustace Anunen got sent back. We're good. That should be a scary thought, running through
2: run through the minds of uh, Avs opponents and future Avs opponents. Um, just because of the way that they that they got through the series basically hurt. I mean, it it did a lot for our chemistry. I think, and this is a team that I still I, I mean I still can't believe this. I was I was watching uh, NHL Network a couple nights ago, and they were saying Bennington. Was it better tender than Darcy Kemper? It's just like they, they don't get any sort of respect that they should be getting, and
4: that's okay to me, you know? Um, use that. And Darcy doesn't get any of the love, in my opinion, because he's overshadowed by Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon,
0: Miko Rantanen. Devon fucking Taves, who should be a Norris finalist. Just saying. But, I mean, that's fine. You know what? That's just going to put more of a chip on his fucking shoulder. I'm cool with that. Personally, I, yeah. I don't mind that.
4: But you, uh, I
2: liked what I saw out of Frankie. There was a few shaky Frankie moments throughout the series, but it's kind of to be expected with him. Um,
0: but 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 here's the deal, right? I said, please don't use Frankie. Please. he hasn't His form hasn't been good. He, uh, equate it to however you fucking want, right? I, I used a very soccer term by saying his form hasn't been good. But yeah. he in, when he came in, he makes that early save at the end of the first period. Kind of gets him a little bit of a feel back into the game after sitting there cold for probably 30, 45 minutes, give or take. After warm-ups and barely took any shots and then he um and and then he just he had a softy kind of given up um in in game 3 game 4 uh, tavenin or whatever the fuck his name is had that turnaround shot that where is anybody in a white sweater to put a stick in the lane i mean it's a great shot pucks on edge that puck could have gone anywhere dude like there's No reason that that puck is probably even in the net. Lucky shot. Okay. And then, you know, old friend Matt Duchesne just doing Duchesne things and scoring against former clubs. and Whatever. We won that game. Doesn't matter. We won the series. I mean, if anything, I think that's more of a... It's going to be more of a, you know what? We're going to be okay if we have to put Frankie in. If we got to ride Frankie for... A couple games. If Kemper has a couple really bad starts, a la Ville Jusso in round one. They know they can run to Frankie. And be like Frankie, we need you to get a, We need you to get us a couple of good games and get us back in the series. And he and then they'll run with him. Uh, yeah, it, it's just he's ready to go. He's always he's always just ready to ready to play. So, I mean, for what his form was to end the year, those last that game in two thirds kind of shut me up. And I'm happy about that.
4: He, The thing I
2: liked about him is that he took care of the high danger chances throughout this series in relief of Kemper, which is what you want to see your 1B guy do, because you can weather the storm if that's the case. Um, you know, because a couple pucks are going to go in via bounces and deflections and stuff. It's just the nature of the game, um, which is ironically kind of the thing that... Uh, Frankie has more uh, trouble with is those medium to low danger chances. He hasn't been the best, Um, but high danger. He just, he cleans up, which is fantastic to see. I also think this team just has a completely different feel from when talking about just previous abs playoff teams to the point where they can flip a switch like that. And it was evident in the four minutes that Nashville led this series. Where they, they jumped right back on the road in a quote-unquote hostile environment, catfish flying everywhere. I mean, you know. <laughs> they, uh, Skittles flying. But they got it done. Yeah, they, they got it done, you know. The most dangerous part of the ice on the series for Nashville was the zone which got pelted by Skittles, and that is not a compliment to
4: their skate style. Like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the most dangerous part of the ice for the Avs was the Skittles
2: zone.
0: That series. Same, same guy put out like a hilarious like infographic of kind of like the ice layout and like what it meant for the series. And it had a little fucking <laughs> was- runway from where Kale McCarr passed the puck to where Valeria Natchez hit the fucking one T. And it said the series ending runway. That is the greatest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen in my life.
2: He he took just every uh, every big event that happened and just put it into like a like a heat map style graph, and it was just the fun. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! What was the one he
0: he put in the AV zone? Hold on, I'm gonna go pull it up.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna find this real quick.
0: I mean that um, was just so goddamn funny. I was like, what the
4: hell? Oh, but I mean, like I said, <laughs> it's. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of the same stuff anymore, you know? It's just Colorado gets out of the series, bing bang, boom, we're done, right. We're okay, fantastic.
0: Now I, I hate to be the fucking bearer of bad news, but guess what Colorado did last year? They also swept the blue and then turned around
4: and laid an A. This team is a million percent better. We all know he they we all know they are. But,
0: I mean, it's just a matter of they got to find a way to close the shit out. They they have to find a way.
4: Yeah. Blues are a lot better than they were last year, too. Which, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see. Um, You're going to get a team that
2: remembers that sweep, for sure, last year. And... Uh, they're going to, you know, they're going to skate their asses off because of it. Um, I I was actually debating, like, just internally, and um, I, I, I don't know. I, I maybe would have rather faced Minnesota this second round because the Blues are a deep team, man. I mean, we're deep, but the Blues are deep as well.
0: But before we get into that really quickly, I, I know this is going to kind of veer us off the hockey talk room before we get too deep into that because that's, that's kind of the main point of this entire
4: episode is this entire playoff preview of round two um, you see the video of how Nikola Jokic was awarded the uh, MVP trophy came in riding on
0: his fucking horse in Serbia what the fuck
2: man there's like Serbian folk music in the background, I mean, he God, he's such a treasure man. And you had like Malone and those guys out there as well. Um, <laughs> during his interview with uh, with TNT, which I don't know, a lot of fans, kind of myself included, sort of took as sort of a slight to him in a way, just like the way they were kind of talking. But we could get into that at another time. Um, he. Just like the way he talked, he was he was talking about like they they were asking him like what he like was doing over there like I don't know some some sort of personal question like that, and he was like yeah you know he was like I'm not the flashiest guy and then you hear like a dog choke over the audio like in the background he's like oh he's like that's just my dog choking on a chicken bone like he <laughs> just like like he's he's one of a kind he's a dude with zero ego, who you know drives around his you know. his Bentley in the States when he goes to work, and then when he goes home, he just goes home. And it was cool to see him just kind of in his element like that. Well-deserved back-to-back MVPs. Um, Anyone? I would be happy to debate you over the moon for that. My followers on Twitter probably got an earful on the TL over the past couple of years related to topics like that. But (laughs) it's Yeah, he's it's deserved, and he does stuff that, quite frankly, hasn't, you know, it's not been done
4: before, and it's cool to see. Yeah,
0: exactly, and, I mean, we all saw it coming. We knew Jokic was going to win. We all did. Doesn't matter. It's just even better to stick it right up their fucking hoops and just be like, yep,
2: told you. Sorry. By the way, I still think if the Nuggets had Porter Jr. and Murray healthy... They beat that Warriors team in six first round.
0: One of the two.
4: They have one of the two. They won that series, hundred percent, hundred percent. But you yet, find that picture, by the way. Ch- nice. I nice. found it. It was Rudo.
0: That's who it was. Kyle and Rudolph. My my favorite. My favorite one though, so has to be the meaningless Matt Duchesne goal. That's still
4: my most. That's still my most favorite. <sighs> All right. Um, Going back to what you said about playing Minnesota over St. Louis. I would much rather play St. Louis. For the sole fact of you're basically going
0: from the same style that Nashville plays to the same fucking style that Minnesota uh,
4: Minnesota, um, St. Louis plays. It's one to one and it's perfect. I mean... You get a lot of heavy hitters on the blue. You got guys who want to take the body, who want to be aggressive.
0: They really don't have that much speed. And the Avs are a quick transitioning fucking team. Now, Jordan Bennington decides he wants to get hot. Okay, whatever. So what? Also, the Avs are 2-1 against against, uh,
4: St. Louis this year. And the only game they lost, they didn't have McKinnon. And they didn't have in. And they lost 2-1. I'm not worried. This was the best case scenario to get to look at the Western Conference final. And now, Bennington's going to win you a game or two. He's going, to, man. He is at UC was kind of left. He doesn't steal you a series like he did in 19. 19- no shot in hell. No, that was his peak. Like that run was his ascension to his peak, essentially.
2: And you're seeing him kind of drop off that a little bit with the ascension of Husso at the same time at time this year. Um, but for me, Jared, what like it, it's not necessarily that I'm scared of the blues. It's just that they know they, you know, they have the sweep in the back of their minds. They're going to be hungry. Um, they are a deeper team, and we're seeing them this year with Pavel Butchnetchevich, who uh, probably butchered that, but you did, but it's okay, know. we'll let it go. <laughs> um, he's you know they're also they also have Peron back this series. They did not have Peron uh, last year as well. Um, but I don't know, Jared, looking at that Minnesota team and the blues team that we saw round one there's always that like little inkling in the back of my head that says throw the regular season out the window right now this is how we should be taking these two teams playing as of right now to judge how they're going to be and i would have much rather had minnesota based off that like the blues looked pretty good
0: but it, but is the combination of Pavel Buchnevich,
3: Buchnevich. and David
0: Perron that much of a game breaker from last year? I get it. Add in Brandon Sod too. Are they really that much of a difference? Are they? Are they going to alter a series in the way a fully healthy Eric Johnson, Bowen Byram? Andrew Cagliano Logan O'Connor Miko Rantanen Gabriel Landis If you're going to tell if if you want to tell me the Blues
4: are, have gotten better sure maybe a little bit on paper absolutely 1 to 1 Colorado got Eon you got younger you got you got more skill guys on third line than St. Louis does again
0: that bottom 6 is where Colorado separates themselves
2: Oh, and I agree with uh, you know, a hundred percent. Like I, I, in my bracket, I still have and Six, um, over the Blues. That's it's been been my bracket, but like I just you know, it would have been cool to see Minnesota push seven. Is all I'm saying. You get them, you get a battle with Tyson Jost, who many could say has been your downfall in the second round, based off of his performance. So it would have been really cool to match up against that. Um. You got Sturm going up against his former team too, but yeah, the uh, avs Blues series—it'll be—it'll be a good one. Um, you know, lots of hits, just like the Nashville series. But Colorado has proven, like you said, that they can—you know—hang with that type of game and flat out, essentially, just embarrass
4: that type of game um, when they want to.
0: Let me just read it really quick. The game that the Avs lost to St. Louis. Yeah. Let me
4: read you a couple names who were in that game for Colorado. Tyson Jost, no longer with us. Stefan Mateau. Jason Megna. Ryan Murray. I'm at four and count. Sampo Ranta
0: and Dylan Sakura, and they fucking lost five
4: Eagles. three. Eagles.
0: <laughs> you had Four Eagles players
4: and Tyson Jost. Well, oh, three and Tyson Jost and Ryan. The uh, Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And he, Curtis, and he had Curtis McDermott in game two. I mean, shit, Bowen Byron played 20 minutes 55 seconds that night.
0: Tyson Jost played 21 minutes 53 seconds that night. Dang.
4: And the Avs only lose 5-3. Come on. Yeah, without the top guys, too, it says something. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's still like
2: I I, I I've got blues in six, honestly, or uh, abs in six.
4: Abs in six. Jesus. We're just not going to talk about that. We'll let that one go slipping up today man Dude,
0: i'm calling st <laughs> louis minnesota still so i think we're in the same boat yeah
4: um what what would be um what, what would be probably your your three 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 things that you want to see in this in this blue series
2: so in this blue series and I'm going to stick with what I had against um Nashville I want to see Miko Rantanen show out. He hasn't yet. I mean he got on the, he got on the stat sheet a couple times um last series but he really hasn't shown uh what he can do or really his play for the year where he's had a career year. So I'm looking for him to return to his second-round historical dominance that he usually brings, and I mean, from his presser, he looks absolutely ready to go just in of itself. Um, so I'm expecting him to have a a big impact uh, this series um, for me. Uh, him to really step up, so because he was important against Vegas, like he was like half your offense against Vegas in that second round last year.
0: And, and, and for what it's worth, I mean, no goals, five assists through four games. I mean, still point per game. That's completely fine. But like we talked about two weeks ago now, um, he, if he starts getting the puck in the net, it's going to start going in a bunch. But what he's doing and what, what I alluded to even then was take the eyes away from McKinnon, take the eyes away from uh, Kael
4: McCarr. Take the eyes away from Devon Taves and let those guys hunt. I, I mean, thus far, it seems like it's working. Yeah, but uh, I'd have to ask you the same thing. Who do you think is going to step up uh, in a big way?
0: I said it in round one. I'm going to say it again. That third line has been fucking phenomenal. That third and fourth line have been. They're not on the score sheet, and I am a okay with that.
4: Um, someone who needs to be better, Samuel Gerard. He's got to be better. He's playing an average
0: of twenty minutes a night, and he has not looked. He
4: hasn't looked the part at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, all things considered, he's just. He really doesn't really create much in a way that would give me a ton of
0: reasoning to be like, oh, yeah, no, no, he'll be fine. I mean, he's at a negative Corsi relative to his teammates. He's a a negative shot shot production comparative to his teammates. I mean, he's got four goals against him while he's out there and two goals for while he's out there.
4: I mean, unless he's going to want to play third-line minutes, he's, he's at risk of losing his job to Boak. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing.
2: I think I saw him throw one tornado, like maybe one, that looked okay. He doesn't look like form. himself.
0: He hasn't looked right. like himself all fucking year.
2: Yeah, he's got he's to get back to that form. Um And he's going to need to, because alluding to what I said earlier about the Blues being one of the deepest teams in the league, they boast a league-high nine skaters to score 20-plus through the regular season. Avs were second with seven. So you're going to need
4: secondary guys to step up. Like, this is still a dangerous Blues team. I mean, just... He he just had he's had such a down year in comparison to what he has been. I mean, I'm 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 trying to find his
0: his war from the last few years because, I I mean it's been
4: what's happened to him is just absolutely astronomically bad in terms of what he's done in the last little while. I mean, I'm struggling to find it because I've never, this Money Pup website's not very user friendly. They need to fix that shit pretty quickly. Um, it's just, yeah, dude, it's tough. It's, just, it's really tough just to kind of say he's, he, he's, what we, he's what he's been advertised as because he's not. He's really. Yeah.
2: And I've been okay with it because of the resurgence of tapes. I mean, that's a dude who is acting, you know, he's your second best defender at this point. Uh, behind only the best in the league. And it's, it's crazy to me that we only gave up two seconds for him. I'm still, like, processing that, <laughs> I feel like, at times. Um, so it's been really, really cool to see that. I mean, you and I kind of saw it in the numbers. We're like, bro, this guy's going to blow up when he gets here.
4: But like it's it's just been really cool to uh, to see that translate. Um, but uh, but yeah, I
2: mean, you get a Blues team that is down some guys though, as far as injuries go, which is nice. They have uh, you know a major, uh, a portion of their
4: defensive core that is pretty banged up. I mean, just overall. I mean, this half this team really should be pretty, pretty damn good compared to you know the Blues team. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's that simple. It, it really is. And it, it, if I don't even want to think like this, but if if the abs don't
0: get out of this round. Something is seriously, seriously, seriously wrong.
4: Goes back to it being a culture thing, which is exactly what you do not want, um, in my opinion, because you have the talent to get it done. And I don't know, like looking at the playoff field, the second round might be the toughest round we have to go through. Like, I'm not scared of the Kings. I'm not scared of Edmonton. I'm not scared of Calgary. I'm not scared of Dallas. No. No, and, like, if if you are, there's probably a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's, it's very obvious who kind of is your your guys who you're gonna lean heavily on. Um and it's it's obviously gonna be your, <laughs> your 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 main guys, right? But
0: to get to the Stanley Cup you need your you need your role guys to chip in quite often. Yeah. Whether it's on the score sheet or not. Nico Sturm's gotta be better in the face off circle. JT Confer has to be better in the faceoff circle. Kyle from, from Locked on Abs just always at the end of every period, face-off stats. Boom, 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 boom. Every single time. And they're always just dog shit.
4: Yeah, they're um, they do have some guys that have
2: surprised me on the face-offs, though. Max done well. um But what what Sturm brings, and what I love the fact that he does bring this, is he is a fantastic four-checker. Um, I mean, you saw it in that Nashville series with LOC it was the reason you know a
4: secondary reason why Kale had that overtime winner um, but you hope that
2: uh, you know Nas continues to do what he does as long as he, he, is, he if he can
4: avoid getting kicked out of the faceoff circle <laughs> um, Landy's been really good on the faceoffs too when he's taken them Landy was fantastic
2: first series. Just an end all, be all everywhere. He was
4: like everywhere on the ice and more type thing, it looked like when he was on. What is something in this series that you do not want to see? Any sort of injury. We need to get out of this healthy blues throw a physical game.
2: When that, you know, the inadvertent stick uh, to Kemper's eye socket, you know, it reminded everyone here just how uh, even though you, you feel so, you know, impervious and, you know, nothing can beat us, it's like one thing can change that. So I just pray to the hockey, I'm going to throw up a prayer to the hockey gods real quick and just pray for health. Can you pray for my league
0: game too? Because God, I'm playing like shit right now.
2: Jared, how's that knee? <laughs> bro, I...
0: I'm gonna sidebar this pretty hard right now. I started off hot, bro. Fucking... I had 21-5 games, man. Just rolling, and I cannot find the fucking net right now. Uh, I, pissed off, I pissed off one of the hockey gods with something. I'm about to start drawing fucking eyes on my hockey tape here in a minute so the puck gets some eyes or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah. Injuries, you, you got to avoid injuries. You, you have. Yeah. I mean, but injuries are going to happen. It's just you got to avoid the major ones, the little nicky knack ones where guys can play through. That's yeah. fine. You got yeah. to.
2: Yeah. So, like, for me, like that, the Kemper injury, it really just, you know, it brought me and a lot of people back down to earth as to, like, oh shit, like, you know, um, anything can happen. And, you know, we're blessed that he's going to be okay. And, that he'll hopefully, you know, he's good to go. And um, But yeah, if this team can stay healthy, the sky's the limit, man. They just have to keep out of their own heads, you know, play the way that they have been playing, and that is with Mac and Makar leading this team and other guys stepping up when necessary.
4: You can see it in his eye, man. Like, you can see it in the dude's eye. There is something different about this year. Hey. For me, the the biggest thing that needs
0: to be avoided and I, I hope I hope me saying this does not bring it into the ether. That's my biggest fucking worry about me saying this right now. Nazim Kadri cannot get suspended. I might have just spoken that into the ether and I might have just fucking jinxed it. And that would be the worst fucking thing possible. Um obviously we we all know what he did to Falk last year. Um I'm 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 sure that St. Louis is gonna try and goad him into some shit, but what let's be honest, he did a hell of a job staying out of the bullshit in round one. And if anything, his line mates and the defensemen were coming in saying, Fuck that, you're not doing this. Manson came in multiple times and broke shit up, but when Byron came in times and broke shit up like they they know that how valuable Nazem Kadri is. If he's in his game, he is important to this team. You see it, you win a face off on the power play, like Kadri seems to do quite often. And they got set up that many times in, in game three. Holy shit. Um that that's that's gonna be the biggest key getting out of this series and moving forward, obviously, is making sure Kadri doesn't get suspended.
4: That's good on you. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so we get to sweep Duchesne. We get our old friend Ryan O'Reilly back. I'm still upset. Ah. I'm still upset we traded him. That's- Me too,
2: to an extent. He was a good player. What, what I've
0: heard, gross. though, is that the rumor was that he, he wanted out because he had a rift with some teammates, and it was not Matt Shane. That's what I've heard. How accurate it is, who actually knows. Um but I also know that he was a little bit a, a little bit miffed that Duchesne got an assistant captain over him, this, that, the other thing, it was just like, dude, just fuck this, just trade me away. And he had lost his love for hockey. I don't remember if you remember that interview that came yeah, up. Yeah. Um that that was a big one too. Um but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who out, out of out of the entire St. Louis roster, right? Who are the th- three guys that Colorado effectively needs to shut down to, to to make sure they guarantee a win in the series, or exploit? I guess would be another one to use.
2: Okay.
4: Um. So for me,
2: I've got one right off the top of my head, uh, and that would have to be um, you make Bennington. Or whoever, you know, they're starting to be what they are to you. And historically, the Avs have pretty much dominated Bennington. Um, It's not really a debate at this point. So you just hope that continues. Um, That's the number one most important thing for me. If you want to go ahead and give yours, I'm still kind of thinking of my other two. So we can just kind of go back and forth.
0: Okay, yeah, let's do that. Um, The guy Colorado really needs to exploit is Jordan Cairo. Are, is it Kairou? Oh, I might be thinking of the wrong fucking player.
4: Oh, no. Please, for the love of God, tell me I'm bad. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Kairou, but... Um, no, because Kairou's a forward, isn't he? Oh, shit. Hold on. Now I'm going to look like an idiot. Uh, yep, yeah, he's a forward. That's not who I was thinking of. Colton Pareko, that's who I was thinking of. Defenseman. Yeah. Pareco plays a significant amount of minutes for, uh, for Craig Berube. Uh, he, he's paired up
0: with, uh, Justin Falk 99% of the time. Troy Krug and Nick Letty are typically your other pairing and, uh, Mikola, who never, no idea who the fuck that guy is. And
4: Robert Burt, Um, if, if the second line of, um, which I really hope they keep the second line together. I actually really like the play of Arturi Lekinen, Nazem Kadri, and Gabriel Landeskog um, stick together.
0: That line can be an absolute menace because Colorado has the last changed in, in one and two, five and seven, and Bednar will try to exploit Tory Krug, Nicoletti combo probably on um, on the McKinnon line and force them to play twenty. Force them to play twenty-five minutes a night, unlike the top pairing of Falk and Pareko. Um, and if if the second line can really just pin them deep in their zone, like they did a hell of a job doing in this Nashville series, uh, that that's going to be a huge, huge, huge factor to opening up play for Nachushkin, McKinnon, and Rantanen. So, I, I would say he's probably the that that guy in that one D pairing is going to be a huge huge task to try and shut down
2: yeah and i'm just segueing into that for me it would have to be just keeping the depth in check um for st louis they've got it's it's not a team of one you know it's it's a team of many you know like like you were saying with um their top line being Nick Letty and Pareco, you definitely want to take advantage of that. Um they have a a deep staple of forwards going from, you know, your your you know obvious guys that are gonna produce with Shen O'Reilly and Param top. Um but then you also have guys like like Robert Thomas and and Saad and Tyler Bozak who have been producing recently and you've you know you've seen them do it against Minnesota you need to eliminate those second second tier guys uh, defensively and that starts that starts all the way up with your forecheck down to your blue line it's just got to be a collective team effort, effort but that is how you suffocate this team
4: kind of like what they did to Nashville they limited the just the production to Nashville's top line. And when you limit the
2: production to one line, there's no way in hell you can match with
4: Colorado because they will bury you three lines deep. Marianas Trench, a la last episode. But uh, going back to you, what's uh, what's your second? There was a great stat that I saw on Twitter today. Colorado's um, goals percentage was fifty six some odd percent or whatever. Like it was like five point whatever. No, it was higher than that. It was like six six point seven something or another. They're expected four point four point two. That was their expected goals. You need to keep that pace because Jordan Bennington
0: well, he only gave up five goals in those, I think it was three games he played.
4: His expected goals against is 8.49, but his actual goals against is 1.67. Colorado
0: is a hell of a lot more deadly than Minnesota wishes they could be. Jordan Greenway is a
4: non-factor. Really, he's not. Real Kaprizov really didn't get a chance to open up in the series. Um,
0: Fulino wasn't that great either. Um, who the fuck is their captain? I'm losing my mind. He's a defenseman. Shit. Um,
4: Spurgeon. Spurgeon, thank you. He, he really didn't do much in the grand scheme of things either. Um, and just getting, getting those
0: those higher danger chances is going to be absolutely imperative. Um, for Colorado. I mean I mean, St. Louis had in the last two games nineteen high danger chances combined
4: and scored uh, and, and scored ten goals. So I mean about fifty percent. Well, I'm sorry, I take that Here back. I'm sorry. They had they had nineteen and scored five high danger
0: goals. Okay. So I mean, they're in the high-danger zones, they're really not that dangerous when you look at it. Um, and that's just in the last two games. Now, if, if I go to the game two where they got absolutely just fucking
4: speed-bagged, they had six high-danger high chances, and they only popped one of them. In game one, they had, thir- they had uh, 13 of them and only popped
0: one, but they still won that game one for nothing. So... I, I mean the, this blues team really does have a huge kind of jackal and high thing to it. so I mean I mean literally one night you get the four nothing blues who are just fucking wheeling wheeling and dealing and everything looks great and then they turn around and get speedbagged six two.
4: I mean obviously they come back and well then they lose again five one. They and when they lost, they lost big.
0: Yeah. They, they don't lose close games. They, they get blown the fuck out. They, they, don't, they haven't been tested in a close game in these playoffs. Through six games, the average goal margin, well, the, the, the smallest goal margin is three. That's the smallest. The largest spread
4: is four. And that happened one, one two, three, four times out of six games. A four-goal spread. Must be why viewership's up. Let's see.
0: What is that? 16 plus another, another 6. 22 divided by 6. I'm horrible at math still.
4: Ba, ba, ba. 3.66 on average. So if Colorado can keep the puck out of the net and continue scoring at the pace they're doing, I, St. Louis
0: doesn't know how to win a close game right now. They, they haven't been tested to win a close game. The only thing they had in, the only thing that they're used to is either getting blown the fuck out or blowing the
4: fuck out. That's it. Colorado can do it either way. They can run you over or they can win that game in overtime. They don't care. yeah, it'll be a it'll
2: be an interesting just really fun series, I think. Um, you know, you're gonna get storylines no matter what. and and kind of going back to your first point uh, that you made. That was kind of the reason why I wanted to see Minnesota was because they didn't really have anyone outside of their top
4: line. And the Blues are, you know, like I said, the team with the most most skaters with 20 plus goals in the league. So the this Avs team in, in my opinion they're
2: they're They're a lot different than the team that was coming off the sweep last year
4: um and the fact that uh they proved they could win a close game not to um you know two different series obviously but uh like i i mean I
2: keep saying this there's there's something different about them um I wanted to bring up two uh just the the kind of uh,
4: rest versus rust debate, because, I mean, last year, you know, they came out one two
2: straight game, two straight game second round, and they just, uh, they
4: ended up getting speed after that. Um, Re- really quickly, before we get into this rust, rest be I think Lewis used 23 players in a round. Skaters and both goalies. Colorado used 19 and two goals. Um, out of those players who came in who played more than um, basically a game, Um, they had five guys registered no points. Colorado has all on the fourth line. Except for Obey See, But, whatever. I mean, Cogs was in there and had a point in his one game.
2: Yeah, shorty.
0: McKinnon's shooting at a 17% clip. Landis shooting at a 20% clip. Or at a 25% clip. We haven't even talked about that fucking Rip in more ways than one, but it's okay. We'll we'll play. Um Arturi in twenty-five
4: percent clip, Valerie Nichushkin, ten percent clip, seven percent. I mean outside of those guys, really?
0: Nick Letty's shooting thirty three percent, but he's a defenseman. arisenko shot thirty-one percent, O'Reilly twenty-five, Bozak twenty-five, Kyru at eighteen. I mean, their goal score their, their their goal scores are limited they they're down to eight they got eight different goal
4: score. that's it that's that's all they have colorado had what 9 10? and a lot of production from the from the defense <laughs> i mean six of your 20
0: your 20 whatever goals came from your defensemen and you had one on the fourth line. Everything else is that, is that top six just running amok. So, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, don't, I don't think this is as, as
4: close of a series as national people and yourself are thinking. Okay. What, uh, what do you think Bednar does differently this series as compared to last series?
2: Like any personnel changes?
0: Absolutely fucking No? And and he he kinda t- he kinda tipped his hand though. If you if you really look at it, look at game four. He kinda tipped his hand that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. The only thing you change is you put Cogliano back in.
4: That'd be like Abe Kubel taking a, a back seat.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And and I, I I see it and I'm so fucking annoyed by it. <laughs> uh, all all of our a lot of people are pissed off that Alex Newhook has not made an appearance yet.
2: He'll get his time.
0: He does, he's, he's not he will get really his a factor right
4: now. Newhook, Newhook is a guy who would have matched up better against Minnesota. But he matches up well against the other side of the bracket. I'm just looking down at
0: I mean, outside of Dallas pulling off the upset. Yeah, it's a, it's a great matchup. Yeah. Uh, across the board. He can play in an Edmonton series. He can play in an LA Kings series. Um, he can play in a Calgary series. Uh, I don't know about Calgary. That Dallas-Calgary one, that, that'd be the one where I'd still sit new. <laughs> he fits into a Florida yeah. Panthers Stanley Cup final series.
2: Oh, beautifully.
0: He fits into a Toronto Stanley Cup final series. He, f- he fits into a Carolina Stanley Cup final series. He doesn't fit in, into Toronto. Um. Yeah.
2: But you're just you're seeing the way like you're seeing the way Bednar's built this team. Um they got rid of the fast, you know, secondary goal scorer guys in in favor of guys who you can employ in different situations against different teams, which is the biggest difference in my opinion
4: like of this team compared to previous.
0: The the only thing I would have liked to have had happen was would be Alex Newhook being sent down at the deadline to be, on the, to be available to be playing in the AHL playoffs right now for the Eagles. That would be the only thing I would say would be a half-decent thing that could have happened. But outside of that...
2: Eagles doing just fine without him, man.
0: Lady, we hear you and you see your friend Theo. <laughs> I know. Oh, just chill out. Um,
2: Eagles, are, Eagles are doing just fine without him, too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah a 10-goal flurry followed up by another 5 in Game 2 OTW. Yeah, hell yeah. Take that shit every day.
2: Um, they are marching. <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> Bednar kind of tipped his hand by saying, "I don't need to put McDermott in. I don't need to put Ryan Murray in. I don't need to do anything outside of what the fuck I've been doing because it works." the The way Sakic has built this team for Jared Bednar, and it's pl- it's playing to Jared Bednar's style perfectly. They they must have fucking sit downs at Elways and Cherry Creek Mall and just go, "Hey, what do you want?" What kind of player do you want? Who would be a good addition? Arturi Luckinen, if we resign him as an RFA, do we may just hit
4: Andre Berikosky 2.0, but better. Flat out better. And it makes a guy like
0: Nazem Kadri a little bit more expendable. A guy like Andre yeah. Berikoski, expendable. You keep Nachushkin,
4: obviously.
2: Yeah. I mean you sign you you lock Nachushkin up.
0: Like, Nichushkin may be, like, one of those diamond in the rough players. I don't, I, don't I don't know if you ever played NCAA football 14, like, on, like, the dynasty mode. You'd have to, like, go through and scout people and have, like, it'd be like, oh, it's like a 60 overall player, but then he's a gem because he gets, like, a plus 12 overall rating, and he gets a 72, and you're like, holy shit, I hit the jackpot with this guy. What? That's pretty much what he is. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, but, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, no changes on Colorado's side, except for Kemper being healthy. That's it.
2: Yeah, you slot Kemper back in and you slot Cogs back in
4: and you just roll with it. Um, But yeah, Jared, any... uh, I'm going to drop a... drop a quick question on you before
2: we close. Any blues-related puns you want to throw out before the series starts?
0: Singing the blues? that's the obvious one just singing the blues that's the obvious one just singing the blues yeah that's an obvious one um i i love conor mcgay he's primary plural color that's a good one yeah i don't know i i, I don't have much really
2: I'll take a shot at starting goalkeeper vile huso why Huso bad that's a good one but uh
0: god i miss having no save dave that was such a fun one. <laughs> can't Skato, maybe, would be a fun one. Um, loser Sod, that'd be a good one, too. If the Abs win the series. Loser Sod. That'd be a really good one. Um, but I did, I did, I finally converted. I got it. I finally converted Sierra. Le- Just a little bit. I got it. Anytime we talk now, um, when, the are, when the Avs are playing and she's at work, and um, Devon Taves scores. Um, obviously, Jonathan Taves still plays for Chicago. And I I I said it one time. She's like, and I said, I said it's our favorite score. It's our favorite uh, Taves just scored, and she's like, no, not the favorite Taves. So I said, fine, the, the favorite goal scoring Taves because Jonathan Taves didn't score fucking anything this year. And she goes, you know what? I can get behind that. one. So that's that's our new that's our new favorite Taves. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, that's probably the only the only puns I have. Um, Two, two quick things. I'm going to start with the Game 7s tonight. Who do you have in Carolina and Boston, which starts actually in just about 45 minutes from the time we're recording this.
2: So give me Carolina, that Game 7. Um, purely just in the fact that it's been a very close series, it's been fun to watch uh, each team. It's been kind of like that Minnesota Blue Series where when teams win, they kind of blow each other out. Um, the winner. Oh no worries, um, but the winner in each of those games has, has netted five plus each time. So, for me, I think you know Carolina has as hostile of an environment as anything down there, and I think they get it done at home in seven. And it's actually
4: as long as they keep Jacob Slavin and friends. Doing well on the power play. Like that, that's what makes that team tick, is their power play. If their power play's on, they're on. Um,
2: Seth Jarvis. If, if they can get Seth Jarvis to continue what he's been
4: doing, they can, they can eke it out in seven, I think. I don't feel like he fashion off. bashing It's kind of concerning. He hasn't done a lot. He got, he's got five points. Like, who, I mean, Tony D'Angelo's highest in the team in points. Yeah. I mean, shit. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, what about you? I got Carolina um,
0: as well. Uh, like you said, PNC Arena is fucking raucous. They might have one, of the, I don't know if I've mentioned, but they might have one of the greatest entrance songs ever um,
4: coming out to Rocky Like a Hurricane. That's just. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna be a close game. Every,
0: the home team has won every single game in this series, um, so that kind of
4: leans it a little bit that way. As it is, um, for me, n- none of it's gone to OT. It, it's been two or more goal difference in every single game. I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's a it's it could it really could go either way but yeah i got one
4: very nice so next on the slate would be the leafs and toronto or
2: the leafs and tampa bay toronto and tampa bay the leafs are they going to leaf the first round jared are they
0: they finally get over the hump and steve dangle does not have to lose another 10 years off of his Producer Drew loves poking fun at him because he's an Avs fan too. Um, just like Luca Celebre is with, with TSN's bar down. Um,
4: I mean, it, 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 they have to get over the hump at this point, right? I mean, we, we talked about it in the open. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. 34,
0: 88, 19, 91, all, 44, all of those guys. And case. For any of our listeners who don't know, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Riley, Spezza, Tavares, all those guys. Every single one of them. Giordano is going to be the force that drives that team tonight. He's going to have And if they can keep Stammer away from his office and don't give him any power plays,
4: it should be okay. What about you? What do you got?
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you on this one. Leafs in seven. I had it on my bracket. It's just it's time for them. Um you for me it's it's Austin Matthews when when he gets on a roll, he makes it look so easy, which is what is really fun to watch about his game. It's like, oh, like why can't a dude just hang out like in the zone for a couple of minutes and cherry pick two goals like just like that every game, you know? <laughs> Like, he, he's very good at what he does. And in my opinion, the Leafs are going to exercise some demons. Because Tampa Bay, they just don't have enough gas left in the tank, in my opinion. Um, like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the cast last week. But we did, they've, yeah. you know, two straight cup runs will take a lot out of a team that is a lot of bonus hockey.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember, like, the exact game count. But it's, it's somewhere in damn near the 200s at this point. Um, the last two and a half years of hockey have just been nothing but hard-nosed competitive hockey. A lot of injuries to guys like Stamkos and Kucherov and circumventing the cap and everything else. I mean, it's just it, it's a lot of hockey to be played, and it, 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 at some point, yeah. it, it, it just it takes a toll.
2: And, and you're seeing guys like Kucherov kind of take a step back, in my opinion. Um, they, they're not really sure of their identity right now, which is why I think Toronto's going to pounce. But this series has been, like, the most leafy series. I mean, <laughs> you've seen them squander leads, so, who, I mean, who knows? But I think it's, it'll, be, it'll be Toronto moving forward.
0: And tonight will be my favorite episode ever of That's So Edmonton. I mean, how the fuck in Game 5 do you do that in front of your fans? Oh my god! I even put it out there on, on the Twitter page and said this is my favorite episode of that. So it, It really yeah. is. <laughs> like like I, I don't break that phrase out a lot. If Colorado loses in the fucking second round, it's going to say that's so Colorado. It really is.
4: I mean Oh uh. <laughs> who, who do you have in this game? So for me...
2: And I'm gonna stay true. I'm gonna stay true to my bracket on this one. But I've got Kings
4: in seven, baby. We just all we pick the same three fucking team. Shit. Uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be a pundit podcast without that shit happening. Yeah, that's true.
0: Very
2: smart. But like, it's it's more of a slap to Edmonton, in my opinion. You've got two of the best skaters to play the game that are constantly compared to what we have in Colorado, actually overly talked about what we have compared here to Colorado. Um, The guys on, you know, NHL Network everywhere are saying, you got playoff experience teams like Edmonton and Toronto before you talk about Colorado, and it made me spit my drink out, bro. Like, it really does. Um, But they have not been able to do anything, anything besides push this to seven in the past three years. For playoffs. This year was the first time McDavid won a playoff game. Despite all of his, you know, or, no, bleh, not a playoff game, because Chicago took care of him in, like, five, I want to say. Five or six. No, because
0: he, he got out of, didn't they get out of the first round um, when they beat the Sharks? Or was uh, it the second round of no. the Sharks?
4: I, oh, Christ. I, let's go back
0: and check. Yep,
2: but my point is, my, my point is, is, is the amount of accolades that they've received does not match the walk that they've taken out of the playoffs recently. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they, they haven't. The pressures on them. <laughs> the Kings have absolutely nothing to prove. They're going to come out loose, in my opinion. Pressure is all on McDavid and Drysaitel.
0: So they they've gotten out of the first round one time, right? Um,
2: once. Okay. 16 17. But once in three years? Yeah. Yeah. sixteen, seventeen.
0: Like, 17. Once in three years. And in the COVID bubble, they lose to Chicago.
2: Chicago. I, I called it, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Times. And then they get
4: speed bagged for nothing last year by the Jets. Connor McDavid has what? Fucking 11 playoff wins, game wins to show out of. What is it? 6, 10, 21 plus 7. Well, the 6 now 27 games that he's been in. I mean, really, because they drafted him in what? 15, the 15 16 season, I think. (laughs) Maybe it was 14 15. I mean, and no, it was 14 15. No, it's 15 16. Shit. They got him, missed the playoffs,
0: get in the playoffs, win the first round, yeah, yeah, and then losing seven to the Ducks because that's their fucking Tonda seven. And then they missed the playoffs for the next two rounds, get in on the COVID bullshit qualifying round, get in because they're playing in a weak ass
4: Canadian division, and then they actually show up this year, and now they're in a the game seven against their. Gretzky's fucking laughing on TNT. Ever, he's like, "Oh, look, it's the two teams I've played for. I
0: love this." And he wanted, he wanted to go to LA if he had a choice. And he went to LA and became the greatest goal scorer of all time. And LA put a statue of him out in front of the building. Edmonton has not. I think his allegiance is a little bit skewed.
4: Um, you're absolutely right, though. Uh, I I love what. LA has done
0: thus far, um, outside of their 8 2 ass kicking they received. Um, Jonathan Quick has kind of had a resurgence. <clears throat> um, Mike Smith has not looked this. I continue to say it Mike Smith has not looked the same since Nathan McKinnon and the Avs absolutely beat the fucking wheels off of him. In-
4: yeah. He, he hasn't looked the same. I mean, he's still giving you huge nights, but outside of that, They broke them, man. They broke them that series. (laughs) I mean, that's just...
0: It's not...
2: Yeah, and you got quick-throwing shutouts, too. Like, it's vintage Kings, you know? Like, back when they won the Cup type thing. Like, But it's not, you know, it's not like that. But I'm just saying, Quick quick is playing really well.
0: Yeah.
4: And, I mean, it's just... I, I think it's just a matter of time before Edmonton... Really, kind of just
0: blows it up. If, if they lose in this first round again, they something's got to change. Ken Holland isn't the guy to lead the helm. They he proved that in fucking Detroit.
2: Edmonton is in is in what you would call just a, the classic pinch of like a franchise's lifespan. They're in if you can look at it, if you can look limbo. at it like if you can look at it like a literal like hourglass, Jared. At the top, you've got all of your all of your assets, right? So, like, all your draft capital, all your guys, all your uh, um, salary-related stuff. And as it goes down, you use that to acquire m- better talent moving forward. Edmonton is right in the middle
4: of the damn hourglass, right in the pinch. And that is the most volatile time. I mean, you're seeing
2: Colorado's in the exact same pinch right now. They're just taking advantage of it because we built a better team, in my opinion. But you are seeing after that pinch happens, Jared, you, you can't have it both ways. One thing's going to break. You're right. If they lose this series to the Kings, you're going to see them start to sell people off and start a, a, a mini-rebuild, maybe. Who knows?
0: And the the downside to the Kings winning this series is that they're a year ahead of their rebuild, and that worries me that they go, ooh, we can make an all-in push at free agents. Don't break the fucking mold of what you're doing. No, just keep keep doing what you're doing. You're losing Dustin Brown, Kopitar's getting older, don't go fucking willy-nilly in the free agent market, whatever. You you, you can't afford to do that.
2: The Kings, they they have a culture about them. I follow those younger guys that are coming up. That Edmonton, like, I just don't see it, man.
4: Like, I just, I I don't. Um, But, I don't know. Kings got nothing to lose. McDavid
2: and Dreisaitl are going through, this is their most pressured game of their careers, to date. How will they respond? How will guys like, you know, Puget respond? How will guys like, uh, you know, damn, he's on my fantasy team for the whole year. Bouchard, how does he respond? You know, they need all of their guys to
4: respond if they're going to beat this Kings team tonight, even if they are at home. Last, Last one in closing. Avs Blues. How many games? And who wins? Avs in six. I hope that's a little bit of a mojo because I said that Avs in six over Nashville the last time. So Avs in six this time. I'm going to go more aggressive again. Avs in five. The history is not on St. Louis's side. Two thousand one, they lost in five. Two thousand twenty-one, they lost in four, and they lost in the play in the in the
0: uh, opening round during the bubble to Colorado as well. So across you, the board, Across the board, Colorado in five. Um, I, I think the only time Colorado drops is game four, and it's a. It's more of a rest game in Game 4, really. Um, they just kind of, I mean, more or less just take your foot off the gas for a game and coast a little bit into Game 5 and win, it, and win Game 5 on home ice.
4: Yeah. Happy pull um, A lot of great hockey coming y'all's way, and we will stand by,
2: and uh, hopefully it'll be Avs Blues uh, sometime next week around... You know, Tuesday Wednesday that area um see what happens but uh, from all of us here thanks so much and uh have a good day God bless you
3: year my family home for the holidays I'm in the studio cooking up music because I know I never got time to waste this is a decision I gotta make made it here I can't stop now had to make what I got now this is life I chose seen the highs and lows I've been getting what I want now